Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. After suffering a mild heart attack in Milwaukee on Tuesday night, Celtics president of basketball operations Danny Ainge is expected to make a full recovery. He received immediate medical attention at the time. The Celtics play game three against the Bucks tomorrow night. Tonight, there's only one NBA playoff game on the menu, the Raptors and 76ers in Philadelphia, with the series tied at 1. The game is on ESPN and the ESPN app at 8 Eastern. Bucks point guard Malcolm Brogdon, for now, listed as out for tomorrow night's Game 3 against the Celtics. He missed the first two games with a right foot injury. Trailblazers forward Maurice Harkless is questionable for Game 3 tomorrow night against the Nuggets with a sprained right ankle. Baseball today, Mets and Reds in New York. Syndergaard, it's a high fly ball, deep toward left. Winker going back, he watches it sail, that ball is gone! A home run for Noah Syndergaard! Wayne Randazzo with the call on WCBS. Syndergaard becomes the first pitcher since Bob Welch in 1983 to hit a home run while throwing a one nothing shutout. It was a four-hitter for him today. Other finals, the Rockies beat the Brewers today 11-6. David Dahl drives in three. Padres beat the Braves 11-2. The Rays take the Royals 3-1 on Brandon Lowe's two-run homer in the ninth. The Twins blast the Astros 8-2. And the first of this year's first-round NFL draft picks to sign is safety Darnell Savage, who gets a four-year deal done with the Packers. He was the 21st overall pick out of Maryland. Coming up Friday, we're getting matched. We select our horses for the Kentucky Derby. Plus, is the biggest gamble in the NBA playoffs hardened style of play? That and more Friday on Golic and Wingo, 6 Eastern, ESPN Radio, ESPN 2. TCL is a proud sponsor of EOS. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. That's right. It's the Beer Show here on Score North and online. We are scorenorth.com. It's Chris Reavers, Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. He will be back with us again next Thursday night. But uh, a cool episode this week. Uh, We have our friends from Elevated to Beer, Wine, and Spirits here in studio to start off things. Uh, And as we have every single week for the last six years that we've been doing the show, uh, they're joining us here for uh, what we call the weekly beer run. And Elevated has two fantastic locations, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, They're uh, operating in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street, downtown White Bear Lake. Ryan is here this evening. Hello, good sir. Hello, how's it going? It's been a while since you've been in studio, it feels I like. I feel like I'm on here like once a month now. That's right. About it, well, we so. had draft chaos last week, so we kind of got pushed to the side a little bit. But uh, but here we are. We're back, and it's summertime, and here comes beer season. I know. Although it always feels like it's always beer season, but for some reason, once it starts to get warm out, I, and I don't, you, you can speak on this more than I can, but do the beer sales go up big time when it starts to get warmer out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I think the cool thing about craft beer is that it plays year-round. It's not like it used to be where it was just macro light lagers and you know 
the the spike that you'd see with beer sales because of the weather. I mean, craft beer has found a way to suit any type of weather. Sure. And and uh, the brewers, uh, you know, around the world are, are doing a really good job of playing to that. But it's really more about, I think, the the socialization side when sure. the weather breaks and people want to be outside more grilling. Um, and so we see that. And I think we'll see that a lot this weekend. And you're seeing probably the, the the buying habits or the tastes change a little bit once it starts to get warm out. I mean, I'll drink a porter year round, but right now, you know, I want I know. something a little bit lighter just because I'm I'm trying to work on my physique, even <laughs> though it's not really doing much for myself. But yeah, I'm but I get way. that. Yeah. yeah, I try to at least, uh, you know, go a little lighter myself. Uh, but I but I'm like you. I like you know sitting around a bonfire having a stout or yep. a porter and. And uh, those those beers for me play year round. So uh, a really cool guest to kick th- kick things off here, uh, a returning guest for the beer show, and they are the featured beer of the month at both elevated locations. Yeah, and you mentioned what almost six years now of, of beer show, and one of our first guests ever uh, was a, a guy that we have in studio with us tonight, and Derek O'Keefe from New Belgium Brewing. He's also joined by Kelly and Sean. The whole crew is here representing for New Belgium, who is our beer of the month feature throughout the month of May on their 12 packs for just twelve ninety nine, which is an incredible deal and a great way to kind of, uh, you know, to start thinking about the warmer weather cans and, uh, and some great beers that they have that play towards warmer weather. So well. here, before I introduce you guys, I want to make mention that this is why I keep Ryan around because Ryan remembers everything about yeah. the guests we had where I'm just the guy that talks <laughs> nonsense into the microphone, but that's what I love about Ryan is he, re- so one of the first guests in the beer show, did we change your life? Absolutely. Well, of course we do. That's what we do it's here. It's like I was on cloud nine, <laughs> cloud five. Right. Out of here. But I will say this because my conversion into craft beer had a lot to do with, with Elevated and the guests that they have brought in. And I, I will say New Belgium was one of those first beers for me that, that, that got me really into craft beer because of the quality of the product. Also because of how amazing Citradelic is, because that's one of my favorite and go-to craft beers, as I've mentioned on this show countless times. Yeah. But but I really think that you guys are one of those great craft breweries that are kind of the, come on, no, you'll be all right, baby. We got you. We got you. We'll guide you along into the craft beer world. Yeah, absolutely. Craft beer should be approachable, right? Yeah. Like, it should be easy. I, I do remember, I think we were the second show on here ever. Awesome. It sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. I think it was Derek Johnson. And then you got Derek O'Keefe. The other Derek. The other Derek to kind of come on in here. It was a fun show, man. I can't believe it's been six years. I know. It's hard to believe. So much has changed in that time. I mean, it's incredible. And, uh, you know, you talk about New Belgium and the role they've sort of played in making those approachable beers. And I think a lot of us kind of cut our teeth on on beers like Fat Tire. And New Belgium has continued to innovate. Uh, not just, you know, in terms of being, uh, founders in this movement, I'd say, but also with what they're doing now, I mean, branding, uh, pushing the envelope with the styles that they're making. It's been really cool to see uh, how they've stayed relevant throughout all these changes. And I want to touch on that because I, I, I look at it, I get the 30,000 foot view, so I don't have a really a vested interest other than the overall health of craft beer. But what I like to see is the the, the people, the staples, the the new Belgians of the world that, that as Ryan was saying, the innovative ones that, that have to not necessarily adapt, but have to keep up because there's ever changing demands in the craft beer world, which I find fascinating. It, like you said, compare it from six years ago to now. Oh yeah, the change in the craft beer world is immense. There's 7,300 craft breweries in this country right now, and there's still more on the docket. That's incredible. It is incredible. It is incredible. But you know, it's it's kind of fun being 100% employee owned as we are. It's like a big family. Um, you get to go back to Colorado or we have the other brewery in Asheville, North Carolina at the moment. And 
you know, it, it, there's nobody else who I'd want to go out and work with every day than my fellow employee owners. It's been pretty fun. And so we were able to have kind of like open, honest conversations about the direction and which kind of beers we're going to be doing. Like the beer that we're kind of drinking right now, Mural, it's an Agua Fresca Ale. One of our brewers was in Mexico City um, on vacation. And of course, what do you do on vacation when you're a brewer? Go see more breweries. You work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quote, unquote, work. Right. right. So he went and met like a, the, 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 the largest craft brewer in Mexico City, which is like this up and coming, vibrant, amazing Food, uh, music, art, beer, like there's this amazing culture down there. And he went in and uh, kind of was like, hey, what's up? Let's hang out. And, you know, all of a sudden. One like, thing led to another. Right. And all of a sudden, like our beer that we're really focused on this year is a collaboration we did with a beer brewery out of Mexico City. If you would have told me that six years ago, yeah. I, who knows? <laughs> like, yeah, never would have guessed that. But it's been really fun. This beer is great. Uh, very versatile, too. Sean, you mentioned that you can actually do cocktails with these too, right? Is yeah. It, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. It's, you know, one of the cool things about Mural is that it, it doesn't really fit into any beer categories. We can't come in here and say, oh, this is our new pale ale. This is our new, you know, lager or something. But if you Mural, had to, what would it be? Because I was curious when, so we're, when, I, we're when calling I tried it, it. an Agua Fresca Cerveza. So we okay. mentioned Cody, our, our pilot brewer, went down to Mexico and these Agua Fresca drinks are everywhere in Mexico at, you know, farmer's markets, food stands, and it's literally just fruit juice squeezed into cold water. It's the whole point is that it's refreshing. So they thought, oh, so was this their spike seltzer water? So is, it, is that their equivalent? They thought, let's make a beer version of that. Okay. So it's 4% alcohol. It is a beer, but it's gluten reduced. You know, it checks all the boxes. Yep. You know, like you said, in the summer, you kind of want to watch your figure a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. It's For me, I just watch it expand. <laughs> 110 <laughs> calories, gluten reduced, zero sugar, all that stuff. But it's at the end of the day, it's the lightest, most clean, crisp beer we could possibly brew. And then we infuse it with a fruit puree from watermelon, lime, hibiscus, and agave. So, okay, New Belgium Brewing Company, the guest here in the beer show. Two tastings this weekend, per usual, at Elevated. This Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location. That's right. And this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake store. And you can find out more. Go to Twitter. That's the way I always find out all the information, at ElevatedBWS on Twitter and at ElevatedWBL also on Twitter. I'm curious. Ryan mentioned this. So you can make a cocktail out of this beer. I want to hear more about that. Yeah, that's that's so interesting. Get creative. I mean, it's open to interpretation, but we do have a couple of kind of in-house cocktails and especially at some of the uh, on-premise, the bar and restaurant accounts that we're getting it into. They're, for sure. they're actually putting cocktails on their menu. Muralita is a really basic one that we came up with where okay. it's kind of the makings of a margarita with some tequila, some uh, agave syrup or simple syrup, a little bit of lime juice, and then you literally just top it off with some mural on ice. And Give it a it's little delicious. bubbles. Yeah, for you sure. Know, a lot of times beer cocktails, you kind of wonder why Why did they put beer in here? You know, <laughs> it doesn't really contribute, but with the muralita, it's delicious. But it's it, awesome. And when they're done correctly, like I know this one would be, they are extremely, extremely delicious. Yeah. Yep. I completely agree with that. Um, okay, so this is just to the market, brand new to the market? Yeah, How it came out within the last month. Okay. Yep, so it's just kind of a baby. It's just launching right now. Um, so, yeah, it, you know, every day I'm going out and getting more uh, mural lines at bars and restaurants, so look for it around town. If you can't find it, ask for it. How do you sell this to a bar? I mean, do you, is it the same approach that you would take with a brand new beer or is it kind of a different approach with this one? We had that discussion today and it just, you just crack it open and like you tried it, you expect it to be sweet. Right. It's not. 
It's that, that was a huge point for us is we did not want a sugar bomb. Um, that was the last thing we wanted to do. We wanted to keep it light. Um, so not a monster energy pale ale. Zero of that. <laughs> you know, where it's like a, just a load of sugar in the bottom right. of that thing. And that's it's it, we wanted it to, to be dry. But honestly, we're just kind of letting it speak for itself. I think it's been blowing some people's minds. It's it's kind of that beer like you were talking about innovation compared to six years ago. And how do you stay ahead of it? And we've got like. I would say our brewers are some of the best brewers in the world. They are so passionate as, as all brewers are like in order to be a brewer, you have to be passionate about what you do. So it's, it's really fun to see these guys have the ability guys and girls to go have the ability to just kind of get creative, um, reach out to partners that we want to partner with and create something that's, uh, this is a new beer. This is a this is a new style because I picture you go to, you know, name your establishment and you say, I don't want to talk to management. I want to talk to the bartender yeah. and I want to crack that open for the bartender. The bartender is going to go, yes. I can do something with this mm-hmm. and I'll look like an evil genius. <laughs> <laughs> we do promos and like you get it out and it pours that like kind of rosé, kind of yeah. beautiful hue. And as soon as it goes across the bar restaurant, um, it just, people are like, what is that? That's cool. You know, and then they see it in kind of a cocktail glass too. So like six packs are are available right now. So we would love for people to bring this home and start experimenting with it too, make their own cocktails. Well, especially with Cinco de Mayo next week. Yep. This is this is a great addition to your repertoire for that. Right. Um, and I just, I, I think, Sean, you mentioned that it was in the variety pack as well. Yes. And again, those are available at Elevated for just twelve ninety nine right oh, now, wow. which cool. is an incredible deal all month. So uh, you can try this along with uh, a number of their other beers. All right. I want to see what's the one in front of you, Ryan. I want to hear more about this one because that's one that I'm not familiar with, with New Belgium Brewing Company. So this is the the Passion Fruit Kolsch. Uh, Derek, tell us a little bit about this beer because I'm, I'm drinking this right now. And uh, this is this is another really good uh you know, rotational for your, your summer drinking. Right. So Kolsch, uh, crisp, clean, um, very close to a lager, uh, for the summer, watch your figure light. And then we added some, we've got a theme today. Yeah. (laughs) Watch your figure. That is not, not, I bet you if my wife's listening to this right now, she's like, (laughs) (laughs) don't worry. Mine too. Yeah. Right. No way. Um, so it's part of this up next series, which is kind of our rotational series where we can experiment with it. And so again, our amazing brewers are just like, Hey, let's brew crisp, clean, golden Kolsch and introduce some, uh, passion fruit to it. And we don't use any preservatives or anything like that. It's just passion fruit. Um, what, I mean, what do you think? What do you think about this beer? I love passion fruit Kolsch sampling it out has been awesome. Um, it's, it's a sleeper for us. It's just a little seasonal rotator, but man, people love this stuff. Um, it's totally unique. Uh, it's kind of like drinking a tropical punch for adults that love beer. Can I take a guess? This is the one and Citradelic is the one that you have people try that haven't tried craft beer yet. And you want them to get into the the new Belgium world. Yeah. Let's add mural to that list. Yeah, true. Exactly. Good point. Cause I, that's what I'm, and I haven't had this one yet, but that's what I'm picturing by the way you guys are describing it. Yeah. And, uh, it's all part of our up next series, which is kind of fun. It's just, you know, instead of having traditional seasonals like an Oktoberfest and a summer ale and, you know, a winter ale and all that, uh, which is great. We, you know, there's a lot of breweries out there. So we went outside of the box and we kind of un- unleashed our brewers and just let them uh, come up with rotational beers. So for summer, passion fruit, Kolsch, we're going to have a peach sour um, towards the end of summer into fall. 
I heard rumblings recently of a nitro cold brew cream ale, oh, like wow. a golden coffee ale for winter. Mm-hmm. So we're really just letting people get creative and kind of work outside the box of the traditional seasonals, too. How many beers are we doing now at New Belgium? Mm. I mean, if you had to take a stab <laughs> at it, because I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I always associate about a handful with you guys that, that are kind of my go-to with New Belgium, but... Holy crap, you guys are throwing a lot of stuff at me. This is amazing. As many as we can handle. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great answer. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you think about the sours that we have coming out of our Sour Cellar, uh, the Up Next series, um, you know, collaborations that we do. uh, Well, can we talk about Jucifer, too? Yeah, that's that's another one. Oh, please. Yeah, Yeah, thank you, Ryan. I'm glad glad you mentioned that. (laughs) Sean, go ahead. You're- yeah, so Voodoo Ranger, our IPA series, has been on fire for us. It came out uh, two-ish years ago, a little more than two years ago. All of our IPAs are kind of under that that Voodoo Ranger umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got the classic IPA. We came out with a hazy last year that's done really well for us. So this year we thought, you know, again, uh, the more beers, the merrier. Let's do a, a Voodoo Rotating series. So, you know, giving our brewers another chance to just come up with cool recipes, get creative, get competitive, and come out with some uh, really cool new uh, new IPA, you know, experimental recipes. So Jucifer is, is currently out. It came out about a week ago. Are you ready for a great story? Yeah. And I can't remember if I've told you guys this the last time that you were on or not, but uh, when I was down at spring training with Patrick Royce, this would have been two years ago. My wife and I went down. It was a kid-free trip. It was amazing. <laughs> um, but we went down to spring training, quote-unquote, as a work trip. And so, because Patrick and I used to do the afternoon radio show here together, yep. and uh, he was doing we were doing the shows from the press box at Hammond Stadium. And there's a little fridge, probably about, oh, I would say about four to five feet tall, about two feet wide, you know, a dorm fridge, basically. And that's where you put in your waters and your, and your for Patrick, his Diet Coke's in there. So we brought our stuff for the broadcast because it's, it's a long day and it's a hot day. You're in the middle of Florida. And Dan Glenn, um, God love him, had filled the entire fridge with Voodoo Ranger. And I am not joking. I took a picture of it. I will send it to you. I don't I like this. I'm not going to be able to, I'll have to dig deep in my phone. The dazzle me. And I went, Glenn the whole thing is filled with beer and he goes and the problem is what <laughs> but yeah. the entire and i'm not joking it was all voodoo ranger that's his ipa well, watch out coming 2021 voodoo ranger dazzle man ipa <laughs> yes <laughs> you know he's a hop grower did you know that uh, I, gonna, I, I did we'll collaborate yeah he, he's a hop grower get the gears I, seriously, I did know that yeah he has a little he has a hop farm out out west i can't remember exactly what city he is but he's he's west of me and i'm in carver what does he, he do with the hops do you know he said just do something. something to do. Something to Perkins do. or something. You're right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> anyway, so I thought you'd enjoy that story. <laughs> That's but, uh, awesome. That's... And then, I, and then as a, as consolation, uh, to clear it out, he had to give me three of them. So we had those after That's the okay. broadcast was done that day. Anyway, I don't all think right. That's consolation. Uh, New Belgium Brewing <laughs> Company, the guest here on the beer show. Two tastings, as we mentioned, uh, for this weekend: Friday, five to seven, South Minneapolis; Saturday, three to five, in White Bear Lake. Ryan, yeah, that's going to be a beautiful day. So come out, join yeah. us for that White Bear Lake tasting, three to five. Uh, Stock up for Cinco de Mayo if you have any plans this year. Again, this uh, this mural addition to their portfolio is just fantastic, and and it's something you can try for free at either tasting this weekend. Yep. Um, Derek, you mentioned the the Asheville Brewery. I just wanted to kind of mm-hmm. pick your brain on that real quick. The innovation, you know, you said you let your kind of your brewers go wild. Is most of that still happening in Fort Collins, or is it happening in Asheville too? Or what what is going on in Asheville specifically at this point? So that's that's always like the culture debate. Like, you know, Fort Collins is its own brewery, its own culture. So we have our sour cellar in Fort Collins. We have our uh, Tembarrel kind of like test batch system where we could do a lot of our collaborations. Um, 
experimentation, uh, like the Emperor. I remember tasting going into the ten barrel system in Fort Collins and tasting different versions of the Emperor, <laughs> which was just crazy, um, and just tasting the different variations of mural that come out of there. So Asheville is kind of just coming into its own, where we don't want to make it. Uh, the Fort Collinsbury, right? Mm-hmm. Asheville has a completely different culture. Uh, uh, it's on the East Coast. It's up in the wa- the water's different there. So we're kind of letting them, not kind of letting them. It's just we're just making the conscious decision to let Asheville be Asheville. So the main brewers there are Fat Tire, some Voodoo Ranger, um, and some other stuff. But they do do some experimentation there and like some collaborations and stuff like and that. And are we getting beer from both breweries in this market? Um, no, right now it's Fort Collins. Fort Collins. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Fort Collins coming out of that, out of that brewery. Um, that's, that's the main hub and Colorado. What is, what's all about is just making sure you have the freshest, best beer possible. Sure. Yep. So like a lot of people are like, oh, you're brewing fat tire out of there. And you're just like, yeah, it's different elevation. It's different water. It's slightly different conical levels on the thing. So like our chemists and our brewers, like it was amazing to watch them dial in and, the quality assurance that comes out of these both breweries is, is beyond anything that you could possibly comprehend. We have like 40, 50 people on taste panel, I think. And they are, if you miss one, you, you, you go back down a level from level three to level two, because your palate isn't as sharp as they want it to be. They trick you. They try to get you, they, you taste water and to taste different levels of iron and water. Holy cow. It's incredible. Like Peter, our, our, our old head brewer came into town one time and he walked into a bar and he goes, I smell diacetyl. And I was like, how superhero did yeah. you smell that <laughs> by just walking into a bar? I hate to live with that guy. So <laughs> what does he smell now? Right. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't shower this right. morning. Like, I'm sorry. So, I was in a hurry. Yeah. My kid missed his bus. Yeah. So the brewery in North Carolina, to get, to get back to that, we, um, we let them do their own, like they just do their own experimentation, um, their own beers. Um, no sour yet, which that's been kind of a big debate. Like, can we get some sour cooking in though over in that brewery? So it's a beautiful part of the country. If you're ever in Asheville, go to Asheville, North Carolina. So if people are hearing this gentleman and they want to find out more information about new Belgium brewing company, all that thing, all of that information and things of that nature can be found online. I'm assuming. Yep. At new Belgium, um, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And then locally we have at new Belgium underscore MSP for localized events and stuff that we do around here. Fantastic. Yep. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thanks Appreciate for having that. us again, you guys. And Absolutely. again, the featured beer of the month at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You can find them at both locations, correct, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, all month long, month of May, all 12 packs, bottles, cans, whatever it is at either shop, just twelve ninety nine. Awesome. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Beer Show on Score North and scorenorth.com. Welcome back to the Beer Show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers. Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores will be back with us again next week. And our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits are here with us. It's kind of a twofer. Double I know. beer show featured this is a taste great show. of the got, yeah exactly couple good guests. Uh, so Ryan is here uh, representing Elevated this evening, and uh, our old friend. Is back in studio here. First of all, uh, uh, before we get to your beer, I have to share with you. I I don't know, Ryan, if you were in the green room beforehand, 
Um, but Dan from Unipills is here. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Happy um, to be here. So uh, I told him this before the show started, but I got an email um, to the Garage Logic inbox about a week or maybe two weeks ago. And because uh, I get a lot of, of beer questions from both fans of this show and fans of Garage Logic. Mm-hmm. And so he said, Hey, Reavers, just kind of curious. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a domestic drinker, dabbling craft once in a while, but I have a, a, a ton of family coming to town. I, I can't remember if it was a Easter thing or whatever. And he says, They're all German beer fans. It's Hefeweizens, and I want to take them somewhere that's local. Uda-Pils. First, first yeah. place I thought of, Udapils, Golden Valley. Free parking, you can't beat it. I go, it's, it's, it's as close as you're going to get to to Minneapolis with free parking as, as you're possibly going to get. Yeah, and these beers are incredible. I mean, I feel like for a while, Udapils was just so underrated. Well, a lot of that changed last Friday. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so um, I've been a big fan for a long time, but you guys were recognized by the Minnesota Craft Brewers Guild in the Brewers Cup Awards. Not only with, it was three awards in total, right? But one of which was best in show. So congratulations. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about what happened there. Uh, it was kind of an amazing experience. Um, we uh, had uh, the Crappers Guild did their first ever inaugural award thing. They had 30 certified beer judges do all the judging blind taste testing. So um, no one knew what they were drinking. Um, and 22 categories for beer. Um, and we took first place in two categories. I think only one other brewery did that. Um, and that was for blonde ales and also for wheat beers. And so Ewald the Golden won for the wheat beer and uh, our Copacetic Kolsch uh, style won for the blonde ales, which was super pumping. Um, and then at the end of the night, they just kind of blew us away uh, and announced us as best in show. Wow. That's incredible. 508 beers, I believe it was, entered, 80 breweries. And, you know, I'm, I'm biased, so kind of, <laughs> kind of was frustrating to say only two or three categories for lagers and then like nine categories for various kinds of sours and fruits things but you know that's the market sure um so uh, for us to win with a classic old school beer style um was a huge kind of uh, recognition and a lot of people came up to us afterwards and and had really nice things to say about the brewery and that they come and hang out there themselves um so it was really pleasant. So Dan, before I ask my next question, let me ask you first: How many years is this now for you guys with the with the facility open at Utah Pills? Sure, just over two years. So just over two years, and we've kind of been with you all along way. that path all from when way. you guys started. And I know kind of the effort that it took to get get everybody kind of on the same page, get the doors open, and get the beer pumping. Was that last Friday then kind of the moment for you that you finally just got to take a second and a half and go, man? Okay, we're doing something right here. Was that kind of that first moment, or have you had that moment before? Um, that was the first really, um, I felt very validated at that point by better my word. community. Yep, better word. Um, and, and, and not just directly from the awards, but then the conversations uh, post that, that people were genuinely excited that we had been picked for that. Um, you know, people that were, that are peers, and even people that have been in the brewing industry for in Minnesota for a long time, uh, and I've had my differences with them, but you know they came up and like, what you're doing over there is just yep. it's just so straight up cool, and mm-hmm. we love being able to drink your beers. Well, and that's why I've never hesitated recommending you guys as both a great taproom gathering and a great spot for good local craft beer because I know no one's going to walk away going, well, that sucked. They're not going to say that about you guys. So that's Rarely. also a badge of honor. That's rare. That's yeah. that's real rare. I think our one star review that we got once. Uh, for the tap room was uh, we had our 
our toilet paper roll was on the <laughs> left side instead of the right side of the stall. And, and so we got a one-star review for that. And I, I really don't know where to go with that except laugh. Well, and I know, here, and, and I guess here's another reason why, because like myself, I know that there are other craft beer drinkers out there, and I don't mean this to slight in any way, but I am not the world's biggest German-style beer fan. However, I will drink your beer. And and I hope that that I hope that that is a positive remark on, on your beer, but but that's not always the case with a lot of breweries. Where well, I'm not a fan of that style of beer. It's not going to matter, even if you're not a German style fan. You're still going to enjoy this beer. Yeah, I think that's the key for us. Is we we really believe it's a post craft world, yep. um, and that we just focus on making delicious beer. And I don't want you to think of it as German beer. I don't want you to think of it as, you know, if we do an Irish stout, or, I mean, we call ourselves European style, but it's really about fundamentally just classic, delicious drinking beers, and we make them fresh locally. Yeah, you guys execute really, really well, and I think that that's the key there. Yep. You know, and these are these are difficult styles to, to execute properly. I mean, there's a lot of beers that are on trend right now that you can kind of mess up and, and hide a lot of flaws, but, you know, when you're making lagers, it's it's a totally different story. Um I, what what is your what is your take on that right now in terms of what you're seeing in the scene and um you know staying true to to quality in, in, a, in a world where that's not always uh the case i think it's a fundamental to what we do i mean we we built a custom built brew house um designed from the beginning we, we did build a dedicated packaging hall right from the beginning always focused on quality because i, I really try to emphasize to everybody inside the brewery we brew beer but we don't sell beer. We sell beer experiences. And quality is what gives you a classic experience every time you crack a can or order it at a bar or, or do anything. It's it's about the experience you have with the beer. Um, and so we have to think about it beyond the elements of making beer. I mean, we think about those things. We don't want you thinking about them. We we go to Europe. We find the right ingredients. We, you know, spend the extra money to buy the the malts that we need to make our beers the, the proper way. Um, and we don't do it because that's the old fashioned way of doing it. We do it because those are better malts uh, and you do pay more for them. Um, but I think that if you take quality ingredients and you combine that in a quality system, we use artesian glacial spring water, which nobody else does. Um, and we use highly talented brewer to put it all together. And it's, you know, I've probably said it before. You can, you can put me in a kitchen with the same ingredients as a chef and, it ain't going to turn out the same way. Right. It's going to be um, on fire. You know, but, you know, if you have all the pieces, if you start with really good ingredients and you have a consistent commitment to making, we go left when everybody else is going right. And I, and I respect and enjoy a lot of the, the interesting fruity and sour beers. I just can't drink a bunch of them sure. personally. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy them. I have a sip. I may have glass. I'm a guy who likes to drink beer, and then I like to have another beer, and I like to tell stories while I'm drinking my beer, and and I find that's hard I, to tell, by the way, I, just because I got that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you're a great storyteller, is what I meant by that. Um, well, as Fred only would say, that's good business too, right? 100 percent. Yes, want someone uh, absolutely having one and being done. So. Right. Well, and and that's what you know. I was getting back to the original point that you were making. That's kind of the separator these days, Ryan, because as you know, as a retailer, the competition now is so fierce that. You have to have a, a, a ton of respect for a brand like Utapils that's that's putting that much commitment to quality to 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 everything that's going into the brewing process because that's going to make them rise above above the rest that oh, are big time, just yeah. kind of mediocre. Yeah, I mean when you look in the cooler and you're just seeing a bunch of noise and then all of a sudden you see Utapils and you know, hey, I'm not going to be taking any risk with this beer. Right. I know I'm what I'm going to get 
and it's going to be quality. That's a, that goes a long way, especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a, a scary treadmill that the industry's on right now with the, the fruits and the sours and the glitter and the whatever else it's. And I call it mommy, mommy, look at me. You know, you're always trying to tug on somebody's to, to pay attention and notice I exist. And I think that's just like a treadmill that's getting faster and faster. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be on that treadmill. Interesting. Um, I just want to deliver delicious beer experiences, you know, whether it's in your boat or in my tap room or in a bar. All right. So I want to get to your beers now before we run out of time. But I, I, I do want to talk specifically about this one right here. The Munich style hell, hells because uh, I a. I had a little bit of this before the show started, which Can is... Can you all tell from the way he's talking? It's incredible. But B, <laughs> the logo on this can, Ryan, cor- correct me here. That's one of the coolest logos I've seen in a can in, in quite some time. Yeah, that's the first thing I noticed. Uh, yeah. You guys hit it out of the park with that. In fact, I'm going to I'm gonna take a, a photo of this and tweet it out right now. So Please tell do. us about this beer. So that beer is so fresh that it literally was canned like four hours ago. We, oh, wow. It hasn't actually been released to the marketplace yet. Uh, We're going to have our uh, first release of the beer next Thursday night. Um, And what's super um, motivating about this beer, not just we wanted to make that beer style, so we picked it, but what we've done is we're partnering with uh, the Minnesota Assistance Council for Veterans, or MACV, which is a well-established nonprofit uh, that helps homeless vets. And we just thought it was a wonderful way to give back. So we're donating 10% of our uh, proceeds, actually sales, um, not profits, um, on the beer uh, to that charity. Wow. Um, and the really important part is that's a number, but it's and it, it'll help somebody. But what's really important in, in the message that we want to get out there is this is a problem in our community. Yep. Um, there's an organization that's dedicated to helping on it. Um, and so if, uh, if we can get people just to try the beer uh, because they're motivated by the cause, that's great. Uh, the key is, will they love the beer? And we think we've brewed uh, a really delicious, accessible Beer, it's the beer style that makes, the reason that we all know Munich is a place known for beer is because of the Hellas. And I think um, it's right up our alley of being experts in the the field of making lagers. Um, And so it's it's really important to us to get people to try the beer um, and get aware of what's going on. So we're going to be doing lots of events. Um, May 9th, we're um, actually having a, a pre-release military appreciation party. So if you have a military ID because of past service, current service, please come over to our tap room. We're going to buy the first BRD for you on us. That's really cool. So BRD, beer ready to drink. Beer ready to drink. A little play off the MREs of infamous <laughs> Oh, I didn't meals. even think of that. That's great. Um, that, <laughs> that everybody in the military has enjoyed it at some point. Oh, sure. Um, so we've got a... Uh, that was kind of the starting point of the design on the can was something that really harkened, uh, looked like it maybe been somebody's backpack for a little while, so it's kind of faded and scuffed a little bit. No, it's such a great looking can. Uh, but it also, that. we wanted to highlight the service that people had uh, put in there, so it's a kind of a faded uh, um, stars and stripes looking thing uh, that I think is, and it, it's cool. I mean, when we finally got the cans in, uh, what I love about it is as you kind of tilt it and move it, the colors seem to change and, and intensify. Um, it's just kind of fun, uh, and especially when you go outside in the sunshine. Yeah, it's a brilliant design. And as you mentioned, too, just getting someone to try the beer itself, everybody wins. You right. know, Because as you said, 10% of the sales go to this wonderful program. And one of the nice things, we've actually been able to work with our, our distributor, Burnix, and they have committed to also uh, donating funds based on the, the sales of the product. Uh, we've had a number of retailers actually say they're planning on doing some kind of a um, 
not necessarily a, a per se matching, but a, some kind of donation that they want to do it. It is the only beer that we've ever created. I was getting calls from retailers before we'd told anybody it existed. Wow. We had a group of uh, 20 plus military and ex-military volunteers who helped us kind of uh, shepherd this project through over the last six months. And they were out talking to their friends and it got to the words of various bar owners and such. And we were getting calls and emails from across the state. Um, so in addition to next Thursday as the uh, the rollout for the military people, uh, Friday is going to be the grand opening or release for the beer to the general public at our place. And then we have two uh, events, one at a Legion, one at a, a VFW post uh, you know, um, in Uptown, and then also the Legion post near the brewery um, where we're going to be releasing the beer to the general public again uh, out, of, out of the brewery. And, and a number more. And so I would ask, and I'll be really crass here, if any of you run a bar, uh, if any of you want to help uh, our homeless vets and you want to do it through by, by serving a really delicious beer, please get a hold of us. Yep. Um, we're distributed all across the state. And uh, Or if, if you're a service member or a family of a service member and you want to help out and you go to a bar, ask for it. Ask them to get it in. Um, We'd like to make as much of this as possible and help as much as possible. That's and really cool. Get the well, awareness you know, out there. We at Elevated will happily contrib- oh, contribute yeah. as well. Uh, we'll see this on shelves at both stores next week then. Starting, yeah, they're, uh, they're picking up on Tuesday, Tuesday, so they'll probably get it in the warehouse officially and then start shipping out over the next few days, depending on each retailer's particular uh, day of delivery. Great. That's really cool. Uh, Uda Pills, by the way, is the brewing company here as the guest on the beer show. Uh, let's hear some more about your other beers, Dan, before we run, <laughs> out of, we run out of time, because we're all just great storytellers here. I want to hear about the rest of the portfolio that you guys have, sure. including the can sitting right in front of me here. So we've got one in front of us. Uh, it's our um, Springbok. It's a Hellerbach or Mybach style. We brought it out in February. Um, draft is basically, I think we're down to our last kegs at the, the brewery, and there might be a couple out in bars still around there. There is still beer available uh, at the uh, the retail level, um, the can is kind of a glossy orange and black, and it's kind of just looks like springtime and uh, the the warmth of the sunshine, and it's a it's a really delicious, um, but dry as we always do. Uh, malty, six point eight percent alcohol, so it's a it's got a a real warming effect in, in other ways too. Sure, um, we recently just uh, launched what we call our Weekender series, so it's two beers, one in can. And draft, which is our tall tales. So, as you guys probably know, when you go on vacation, sometimes you uh, eat and drink weird things that you don't normally do. So, for us as European style brewers, we're on our our summer vacation. So, we made actually an American style uh, IPA, which we call Tall Tales, um, which kind of celebrates uh, the stories that come from fishing and drinking beer. Um, and then we're also just brought out. It'll be draft only. Um, is a Rattler, so which is the oh, wow. Bavarian version of a shandy, so lemon uh, house-made lemonade uh, soda uh, blended with a beer base. So 2.9%, super refreshing. Draft uh, only at the tap room or around town, too? Draft uh, at the tap room and around town, and uh, I know there's some places Brainerd, Duluth have been asking for it, so we hope to see it everywhere. Um, it's... Um, it's a it's it's kind of a departure for us, but on the other hand, you know, if we're going to do things, we we try to do things that tie back to our our heritage of the European style thing. So, Radler is the Bavarian word for bicyclist, um, 
And the style kind of originated from the guys who would ride between beer garden to beer garden. And to help avoid running into trees, they wanted something lower in alcohol. <laughs> sure. um, so it's a blend of soda and a, and a delicious beer. That's awesome. Um, and if people want to find out more information about you guys, more information about this wonderful program, I assume everything's up and available online at the website. Website, Facebook is probably the most uh, daily updated. Um, but yeah, we would love to have you uh, join us and uh, and help. Really, I mean, the, the key is is um, whatever we do with the beer, it's it's a drop in the bucket for the problem. But if we can make people aware of the problem and aware of solutions, um, then they can find ways to help in their own unique ways. Fantastic. And, and Ryan, I just say thank you for anything that you guys can do at, course, as Elevated. Yeah. Um, we've had just a super response to it. And I know that you guys, like I said, you guys have, it's only been two years, but I know the journey that it's been these last two years. So continued success. And you always have friends here at the beer show. I, we love having friends at the beer show. Awesome. One of, one of the best tap rooms in the cities. too. Not even close. Yep. You're, you're a hundred percent right. Dan, thank you so much, man. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, you can find more information that I will link to shortly at the beer show page online at score I will also tweet out a very cool photo of that really cool design can one segment to go. Do not touch that radio dial. This is the beer show. Final segment of the beer show here on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. It's Reavers, Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stirrers. Well, I guess he had better things to do this week. No, I'm just joking. He'll be back with us again next Thursday night. Ryan from Elevated is here this evening. Ryan, can I tell you something? What's that? Do you know what I love most about doing the show and have been doing the show for the last six years is not only the the people that we get to meet every single week or, or I should rephrase that the type of people I get to meet courtesy of you guys that, that bring in every single week but it's seeing that drive that mission that 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 commitment to what they're doing mm-hmm. and then seeing a story like Udapils where we literally had them on before they even opened their doors yeah we've and seen, now seeing them where they're at now it's really really cool we've seen seen them go to you know pre-launch all the way to you know these these major awards that they're getting locally here I think it's uh it's really fun to to witness that. Yeah. And I think what's so great about this industry is you know the people in it are fantastic because they're here because they want to be here, mm-hmm. right? Yep. They're not no one's forced into this industry and a lot of people uh come into it because they're passionate about the product, they're passionate about the scene and uh I think it really shows and we've met a lot of great people over the years and uh and Dan uh from Buda Pills is is no exception there. A great guy. Well, and that's just it. I mean, we've you know, through this industry, you know, everybody's kind of a fan of one another and there might be a bad egg here or there or whatever, but those people get weeded out, you know, yeah. and, and they, they aren't, you aren't going to survive in a business like this without that personal touch of personal communication and relationships and, and, and goodwill because you're just not going to last in this business. Right. I'd like to think, and I, and I know that they're, you know, in any industry, there's always the bad eggs, of course, but I'd like to think for the most part, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of great people that 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 are that are behind these beers and yep. that are and that are pushing this forward. Um, it's it's unique in that way, yep. and, I, and I'm proud. I'm proud to be. I'm proud to be part of the scene myself here with Elevated and uh, and what we can do to help support it. So you guys, the Minneapolis store is it seven years old yet? We're in our seventh year. Okay. It will be seven years in November. So yeah. you guys had a gigantic passion of craft beer that basically led you to open that first store, right? Yeah, we were. Well, we intended Tom and I were going to open a brewery ourselves, right? You know, so and, to see where <laughs> where that we industry late. was whether it's just the Twin Cities, you know, nationwide, what have you. But seven years ago, might not seem like it that's, that it's that long ago. The industry is much different now than it was seven years ago. But to see that change, is it 
like you would have imagined seven years ago, do you think? I think we saw some of the trends, you know, the movement into certain types of packaging, uh, you know, cans. We see more and more of that. There are certain things that were, I, we, we felt like we saw the writing on the, raw, on the wall for. But there's all those, always those unpredictable things. And I think the most, uh, the most unpredictable is what is going to be the most on-trend style, right? And sure. I feel like the longest time it's been, you know, something else is going to be as popular or the new or the next IPA. But we've, what we've really seen in the past seven years is just an evolution of the IPA, IPA itself. And it's still the driver, but it just kind of takes on different forms. So, like, you know, right now we have the haze craze going on. And, yep. and they're great. Guilty. You know, I, I, I like them. <laughs> I drink them. And, uh, and, you know, who knows where it goes next. But I think it's been really cool to see how that, that, that pushing the envelope, those bold styles, things like sours, things like IPAs, are what keep people interested. Yep. You know, otherwise it gets kind of boring and, and people don't get as passionate. So as much as some people may dislike that, I still think it's really healthy in terms of bringing new people in. And speaking of that, um, a tip of the cap to, to you guys at Elevated, but also Jim you, you, uh, at Minneapolis, because uh, before they came on the show, he's the one that pointed me, knowing that I'm a, I'm a haze head, and he pointed me in the di- direction of Prize Brewing, saying, yep. hey, Reavers, get the hazy one from them. They're going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. You're going to like it. A, he was 100% correct. B, after they came on the show, and I think that was our last show two weeks ago, right. I went over that next day with my two boys that had to come with me to work to stop at the tap room because I wanted to check it out. Holy crap, are those guys they're knocking it out of it. the yeah, park. They're they're so good. I love what Prize is doing. Um, and, and, and speaking of Jim and just putting you on to Prize, I mean, not to toot our horn and or or, or but that's what but, you get when you walk into your store. There may not be someone that's more tuned in to local craft beer than Jim no. at the Minneapolis store. So I give him crap all the time, but he's always on the mark. Yeah, well, and he's been able to uh, put us in a position where we have access to these beers that other stores don't. You know, and 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 we thank him for that. Uh, it's it's a lot of work to stay that in tune. Absolutely, there is a lot going on right now. Yeah, and and because going back to prize really quickly. It's about as family friendly as you can possibly get. And they told me that because I asked, because knowing that, well, I got to bring my kids to work with me tomorrow. Can I stop by? He's like, absolutely. We got the, the, I forget the lawn game that they had inside the brewery, but it's a combination of bowling. Where you hit the feather. Yeah. It's, it's weird, but my boys had a blast. That thing is cool. Yeah. I I, I didn't get the chance to play it, but you don't see that. No. But right on Boom Island. I mean, it's, it's such a cool spot and such a good hang. And I literally didn't know anything about them until about three weeks ago. And they've got something for everybody there, too. Yeah. I mean, all different styles. Again, just like Uda Pills, really well executed. Great people. Jeremy's awesome. And, uh, yeah, that's definitely one of those tap rooms that's worth stopping by. And this craft beer scene now in, in, in the Twin Cities, I mean, we've seen it. We A couple of weeks back, you know, we had the guys on from 612 talking about some of the mistakes that they made years ago and how they just had to adapt or they were going to die. And seeing and how they made up for those and they're, they're basically kind of restarting and their yeah. their recommitment to their quality. I mean, we're seeing it all over the place. You know, you and I went out with our buddy Ben. We went over to Dangerous Man. I mean, yeah. they're, they're killing it over there. There's just such a great selection of great quality beer. And it's because there is that inherent pressure where if you're not knocking it out of the park, you aren't going to make it. Well, yeah, you have to stay relevant in some way. And I think for a lot of breweries, it's best to just kind of figure out what works for you. Where's your, where's your, uh, where's your strong suit, yep. right? Um, that may just be being a great tap room and you don't necessarily need to distribute to the whole market. Um, dangerous man. You yeah. Know, that's kind of, that's kind of what they do. And they, they have their own off sale establishment 
right next door as well. So they're still selling beer, but you have to go there to get it. And when we got there, I loved, uh, she asked what I wanted. I said, I don't care if it's July 31st and it's 117 degrees outside. I want a peanut butter porter and I want it right now. <laughs> and she started to laugh because that's that's all I had my heart set on. But then we went there and we, were, we, we had the chance to try and sample some other great beers that they have going on. So let me ask you this. We got about three minutes to go here. Give me one of your most underrated tap rooms right now in the Twin Cities. And I know you can't play favorites, but but just give uh, give kind of an under the radar pick right now that someone needs to try, like myself. Well, you know, for me, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that this tap room isn't busier because they make such great beer. But Fair State, right? Oh, for sure on Central Avenue. Yep. I feel like that that tap room is just it's always accessible. It's always uh, you know great beer. Uh, they they run the gamut in terms of styles and mm-hmm. and they do a really good job on all of them and. It's it's not huge, you know. It's not going to overwhelm you. I think that one's great. The other one that I would say, if I had to pick two here, I would say um, Invictus up in Blaine. I don't know if you've been. I'm there unfamiliar before. with these guys. Yeah, they're up by the uh, the soccer. Uh, oh, by the uh, sports center. Yeah, sports center. Okay. And I've been there twice in the past month now, and we carry their beer and crawlers, but I had never been to the tap room, and that is an incredible tap room too. They have a really cool. Uh, kind of collaborative effort with a restaurant up there called Tipsy Steer. Okay. And the food is really good. The beer is great. Really cool facility, and it's packed all the time. So I think that that's kind of what you're seeing is that, you know, the the breweries that are popping up that are strategic about what they're doing, knowing, you know, what their place is within their 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 borders, yep. uh, their, their city, um, and then just kind of, again, getting in where you fit in and running a really successful business model. I think that that's kind of the, the future. So Invictus. Invictus. Invictus up yeah. in Blaine. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna have to mark that one down. That's great. Well, because I get, I mean, honestly, I'm not tooting your horn for you, but I get, that's where I get my beer recommendations as you guys. And I, on your Twitter account, and then, of course, when I go in seven times a week, uh, when I go in to talk <laughs> to Jim, that's, that's, that's how I get my info. Yeah. So anyway, um, that was a fun episode, man. Thanks a lot for yeah. everything that you've done for this show over Absolutely, the last couple yeah. of years, man. We always appreciate you. Always fun. Um, and and uh, you guys are all over social media. We should plug those really quick, uh, and including tastings, weekly tastings, and upcoming beer specials and all that. Yeah, for all the tastings, check out our website, elevatedbws.com. And then on Twitter, social media, for Minneapolis, it's Elevated BWS and Elevated WBL for the White Bear Lake Store. And this weekend, of course, uh, our first guest this evening was New Belgium Brewing Company. Uh, this Friday from 5 to 7 at the South Minneapolis location at Hiawatha and 42nd. And this Saturday at the White Bear Lake Store, Highway 61 and 4th Street, downtown White Bear Lake. I got to try that new Voodoo Ranger because it sounds amazing. Oh, my God. You got to. It's, it's incredible. And remember, $12.99, 12 packs throughout the month of May at both stores. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Talk to you again next week. If you missed any portion, check out the podcast. You can find it online at, who I almost said the naughty word, at scorenorth.com. For Mike Fratelotti, my name is Chris Reavers. Our thanks again to our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. We will talk to you again next Thursday night. Until then, cheers, my friends.